When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And good evening, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again with the Oh, The Pain podcast as uh, we break down yesterday's latest disgrace as the Jets lose to the Miami Dolphins 24-17. to And the Joe Beningo Oh, The Pain podcast, of course, brought to you by Natural Body, by Budget Blinds, by Beach Camera, by Anita Tires, and, of course, the Hackensack Brewing Company. And uh, let me thank Mike Jones and everybody over at the Hackensack Brewing Company for uh, the tremendous, uh, first of all, uh, the uh, outpouring of people we had last week at the live show from the Hackensack Brewing Company. It was terrific, and we thank everybody that came out. I hope everybody had a great time, and we thank Mike Jones and company uh, for allowing us to uh, use his venue, and we'll do it again as time goes on. We'll move on, and and we'll do some more there uh, at the Hackensack Brewing Company, and we're We're glad it happened, and uh, we're very happy that uh, everybody came out and enjoyed themselves. All right. This game yesterday. Look, here's the bottom line on the game yesterday. This is a game where the Miami Dolphins tried like hell to give this football game to the New York Jets. The Dolphins made a ton of mistakes in this game. They had eight penalties, and, you know, they did what they could. They had three offensive pass interference calls. They had a uh, a play where uh, Berrios fumbled the punt, but the uh, the gunner downfield for Miami was too close. They got a break on that. Miami tried to give the game away to the Jets. I don't think there's any 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 uh, question about it. They were ripe for the taking. But when you're a bad football team and you stink like this Jet team does, well, you're going to find a way to lose the game. And I got to tell you, before we start breaking down, you know, everything that went wrong in this game, let me start with this. I am sick and tired of losing. I, I, I really am. And I think I speak for all the real Jet fans out there. I'm not talking about the people in the media who continue to give a pass to the head coach and who continue to say it's not about winning football games and all of that garbage. Yeah, it is about winning football games. This team in the last two years, since the start of last season, is 4-22. and 4-22. and and who thinks they're going to win any other games this year? You know, they got the Houston Texans coming up this week. Who, oh, by the way, just beat the Titans in Tennessee. Tennessee was lost to the Jets and the Texans. That's pretty hard to do. But that tells you all you need to know about the state of the NFL this year. And, of course, no Derrick Henry uh, for Houston. But the Houston Texans are sitting there waiting for the Jets. They're probably going to welcome the Jets off the plane. Bring them in. This is a chance for us to have a two-game winning streak. So don't think the Jets are just going to walk into Houston and, oh, by the way, just easily beat the crummy Texans. Nah, especially with Tyrod Taylor, a quarterback, a guy who's given the Jets many problems over the years, certainly back in his days with Buffalo. But they lost this game yesterday because of one mistake after another. The game starts out, you know, with the defense on the field. And right down the field, the Dolphins go right down the damn field, 75-yard drive, whatever it was, for a touchdown. Big. Before you basically can sit down, Miami's ahead 7-0. So that's the beginning of it. 
The Jets do come back. They wind up tying the game. They get that interception. How about that? An interception by the Jets. They got three this year now. Oh, my God. Ashton Davis actually uh, showed, actually made a play. That great third-round draft pick from last year, Ashton Davis. Oh, my God. He actually made an interception. And the Jets go down and score the touchdown. Actually go for it on fourth and goal from the two instead of taking the stupid field goal. How about that? Give Salah credit for that. And Flacco. Hitch uh, Jamison Crowder for the touchdown, makes it 7-7. Then the Jets get the ball back, and now the mistakes really start to happen. The first big one, the first big mistake in this game, the Jets got a first and goal on a six-yard line, and somehow they don't block this, uh, whatever his name is, cornerback from Miami coming off the edge. He sacks, nails Flacco, who never has a chance. The ball pops up in the air. It's recovered by Miami. End of drive. And even though the Dolphins did not score any points off that turnover, it's a huge play in the game. And come to find out that Connor McGovern, who, by the way, stinks. I mean, he's the, the Jets, one thing the Jets, and the Jets are going to have, you know, two high number one picks next year because they're going to have their own pick, which is going to be somewhere in the top five, maybe even number one. And they're going to have the first round pick of the Seahawks again in that unbelievable trade for Jamal Adams. Jamal, you happy now? You got your money and you're sitting there at three and seven with a crummy team in Seattle. How about that? My heart is not bleeding for you, Jamal. I can tell you that. Well, you got your money. What do you care if you win or not? But the Seahawks stink. And right now you're looking at the Jets maybe having two uh, two picks in the first 10 picks, two of the first 10 picks in the draft in the first round. So that's a good thing, but that's about all you got to look forward to if you're a Jet fan. But they need to send a bad McGovern stinks. And then later on in the game, McGovern, and this kind of went, you know, under the radar a little bit, at least in, from what I heard from the media and, you know, and the, reading the paper and everything, McGovern had a huge offensive holding penalty that wiped out a big run by Tevin Coleman. And that drive ended, and by the way, the officiating yesterday was horrible. I mean, for both teams. There there were some phantom penalties in this game for both teams. I'm not just saying for the Jets, but both. And then there was plays when, you know, then there was some that they didn't call. Like the end of this drive, when Elijah Moore is clearly grabbed by the Miami defensive back, even the guys on TV, Gumble and Archuleta, are saying, you know, it's passing. Where's the call? And, of course, they don't throw the flag. Amendola trots out for a 40-yard field goal and misses, and he stinks too. You know, Matt Amendola stinks. Just like the center McGovern, they need a kicker too. They need a center, a lot of guys, but they need a real center because they wasted a lot of money on this guy as a free agent. He's terrible, and that's a position that the Jets have been, you know, they've had a lot of guys over the years. The Jets have had a lot of good centers in their history. Of course, Nick Mangold, the latest, a Hall of Famer in Kevin Mawai, uh, a terrific center that, on the Super Bowl team in John Schmidt. You know, guys like Jim Sweeney, Joe Fields, they've had good centers all the time, the Jets. Not now. McGovern's terrible. But McGovern, not only does he have that that holding penalty that kills him, but he was responsible on that sack of Flacco and fumble for calling out the, the blocking scheme on the line. He made the wrong call. Nobody blocked this guy coming off the edge. He nails Flacco, and we know what happened after that. So those are just a couple of the mistakes. A couple of the mistakes. And by the way, I'm just going to go back to the kicker again because they had one of the best kicker the Jets ever had, Nick Folk. They let him go. I know this is years ago. Let him go. They've been trying to replace him ever since. And oh, by the way, Nick Folk now never misses a kick 
for Belichick and the Patriots. And don't be shocked if Belichick and the Patriots wind up going to the Super Bowl again out of the AFC. Would anybody be surprised? Because right now the New England Patriots have won five straight games and they're sitting there in first place in their division ahead of the overrated Buffalo Bills who got their asses handed to them yesterday by the Indianapolis Colts in Buffalo. As Jonathan Taylor ran all over them for five touchdowns, give me a break. They're another fraud team, the Buffalo Bills. I'm tired of hearing about how good they are just because they could come into MetLife and bully the Jets. Yeah, the mistakes were unbelievable. Unbelievable. How about the fact that the great head coach, Salah, okay, who's changing the culture, he's changing the culture there with the Jets. Twice, in his, actually three times in a game because it happened once in the first half, but it wasn't as big a deal. In the second half, blows two timeouts in the third quarter because they don't have the right personnel on the field and they had to call timeout. They were going to get a delay of game penalty. And we saw what happened last week with that delay of game penalty in that disaster against Buffalo. Blew two timeouts in the third quarter in the second half because they did not have the right personnel on the field. That's coaching. That's coaching. That's Robert, that's Robert Sala, who again, you know, has is showing me no reason or should be showing Jet fan, any Jet fan no reason whatsoever to think that this guy is going to be the coach that's going to take us where we want to go. You tell me what has he done to make me feel confident in what I've seen from Robert Sala. But the Jets had this game at 14-14 after that tremendous play where Flacco hits Elijah Moore, who really looks like he got something with him now. He had that big game. Uh, He takes it to the house, 62-yard touchdown. He caught eight passes for 140-plus yards in this game, scored that TD. It looks like they really got something with him. It really does. And, And I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this for Joe Douglas, okay? And, you know, we got we got issues with Joe Douglas, too. His first draft last year doesn't look so great. Becton can never get on the field. Denzel Mims, God, where is he? I, I, maybe he's somewhere on an island somewhere. I don't know what the deal is with that guy. I know he had the COVID, but has he showed you any reason to think that they yeah, did, did a good job with the second-round pick? What a waste Mims is. Ashton Davis was the third-round pick last year. Oh, my God. But this year, they actually look like they hit on some guys. I mean, we don't know what Zach Wilson is, Michael Carter. And one of the big things in this game, too, is that Carter went out of the game with an ankle injury and didn't come back. He looked good, and he's looked good all year. He had that big 39-yard run that set up a touchdown in the first half, set up that first touchdown. He looks good. Carter looks good. Vera Tucker looks good. Elijah Moore looks good. We'll see what happens with Zach Wilson. But this draft might actually turn out to be pretty good for the Jets. You know, we'll see. So far, there's signs of there's some guys that you like what you see. You got to say that. Like I said, we don't know what Zach Wilson is yet. And if they hit on Zach Wilson, well, then this is really going to be a terrific draft. So the first draft for Douglas, not so good. This one looks like it's a lot better. But again, this game is 14-14, right? They did get hit with that big play by Tunga Vailoa where he hits that Collins, whoever he is, down the sideline beating Ashton Davis or whoever the cornerback that did that blew the coverage for a 60-70 yard touchdown that made it 14-7 at that point. <clears throat> but the mistakes killed them. Penalties killed them. Two big penalties in this game. 14-14 by the defense. 14-14. And John Franklin Myers. How about that? Okay, I'm gonna I say this every week. Why the hell did they give this guy a contract? 
This guy, since he has gotten paid, has done absolutely nothing. He hasn't had a sack. Maybe he's had four tackles. I saw the stat line yesterday. He had three assists on tackles. But he certainly assisted Miami in winning the game because the Jets look like they're off the field on about the five-yard line, third down. Bryce Hall breaks up a pass right by the goal line. Ah, they're off the field. They're going to hold Miami to a field goal here, right? No, 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 no. Roughing the passer on John freaking Franklin Myers. First and goal, two plays later, three plays later, Miami touchdown. And 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 Miami had a false start, too, that pushed him back. Didn't matter. Still found a way to get the touchdown. Gaskin caught that pass on third down. So thank you, John Franklin Myers. I hope you're enjoying your money. I hope you're sitting home counting that money that the Jets have paid you. Well, well worth it. Great move by the Jets paying this guy. Huge roughing the passer. Now it's 21-14. But the game's not over yet. Miami's got the ball back with about six or seven minutes to go. Third down. Quinton Williams sacks Tonga Vailoa. They're off the field. Him and Franklin Myers, they're doing a dance. Wait a minute. Wait, oh, what? There's a flag. I turned to my wife. And my wife, my wonderful wife, Terry, she's sitting there watching this disgrace with me. I turn to my wife. I say, guaranteed. Do you see the flag? Guaranteed. Defensive holding penalty, illegal contact on the Jets, first down Miami. And I was right. Thank you. Who's this guy, Penick? Some guy, Penick? And then I got to hear Robert Salas said, well, I didn't have a real problem with that because he's just being aggressive on the tight end. Yeah, aggressive. Great. Great. So a big sack is negated, a big play where the Jets are down just seven points. They're going to get the ball back. Uh-uh. First down, and that was really it because Miami drove down. They wound up kicking a field goal that made it a two-possession game, and that was the game. You know, the Jets got a meaningless field goal later when it really didn't matter. Amendola made that one big deal. He stinks, Amendola. Like, oh, my God. So two killer penalties by the defense that just sealed the fate yesterday of the Jets. Mistake after mistake after mistake in a game that Miami said, here, Jets, we want to give you this football game, and it didn't happen. Unbelievable. I, it makes me crazy. And, 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 and let me ask you this question, too. Quincy Williams, who right now may be the best defensive player the Jets have. Remember the game against the Titans when he was all over the field? Then all of a sudden, we didn't see him play for how many weeks because Jared Davis came back. And, of course, they gave Jared Davis big money as a free agent from Detroit. So you got to play Jared Davis, right? They got to play him. So they don't play Quincy Williams. They bury him on special teams or whatever. Quincy Williams was all over the field yesterday. He had 15 freaking tackles in this game. He had 10 solo tackles and five assists, Quincy Williams, who's all over the field. He's the best defensive player. How's he not playing? How do he not play? Because Jared Davis, we got to pay him, so we got to justify him playing, so we got to pay him? Because he stinks too. He stinks. And I'm tired about hearing how great C.J. Mosley is. Aren't you tired of hearing about how great he is? Really? Please, give me a break. I'm tired. He's another guy that's uh, made a ton of money and uh, has not come close, come close to the contract the Jets gave him. Not close. I am so sick and tired. I am disgusted with all of it. I really am. I'm just absolutely disgusted. And I'm tired of hearing the people in the media, and I'm not going to name names, It's not about winning games this year. Bullshit. It's not about winning games. It's always about winning games. Always. 
And let's be honest with this, too. When I had an open, you know, Joe Flacco played a decent game yesterday. I'm not getting on Flacco. Yeah, he did some good things with this offense. He beat the blitz a couple times. That play with Moore. All right, he wasn't bad. It's not the reason. That, the reason they lost his game was not Joe Flacco yesterday. But why was Joe Flacco starting? Why didn't Mike White start this game? You know why Mike White didn't start this game? Because the Jets are afraid that Mike White might actually be good. And what happens if that's the case and he starts winning games for the Jets? What do we do? We got the second pick in the draft. We have to justify playing him. So so, so let's not play White. Let's bury him as the backup because he might turn out to be better than Wilson and we can't justify that, right? Typical Jets. So we'll make him the backup and play Flacco. And I'm going to say this too, seriously. You can, you can think I'm crazy because everybody's, well, Zach Wilson will be back next week for the Texan game. And, you know, here we go. If he's healthy. He's Why? Can I ask you a question? Why? Why can't Zach Wilson continue to sit for a couple more weeks and watch the veteran play? What's wrong with that? Is that something wrong with that? How many years did Aaron Rodgers? I know it's a different world now. And these guys get drafted and they got to play immediately. But how many years did Aaron Rodgers sit behind Brett Favre? How many? Patrick Mahomes sat a year behind Alex Smith before they started him. A year. Right? Same thing with Lamar Jackson with Flacco. He sat for a while. Go back to Eli Manning. Yeah, there was a, a lot of controversy because the Giants were 5-4 and four when Coughlin pulled the plug on Kurt Warner and put Manning in the game, okay, and, and started Manning. But that wasn't until late in the season. That was what, week 10, week 11, whatever it was. He didn't start playing until then. So I'm not in a hurry to rush Wilson back playing. I'm really not. And I want to hear that it's about, wow, it's about developing. No, no, no. It's about, you know what it's about? It's about developing a team, a, a, I hate this culture word, but a culture of winning. And I don't see where that's being developed at all. I don't care who the quarterback is. I don't care who they have out on the field. And I don't want to hear about injuries. I don't want to hear about Carl Lawson and, and, and Joyner and Marcus Mount. I'm tired of hearing it. Everybody has injuries. Everybody. I'm tired of freaking losing. This team now is going on what? Since 2011, their 10th year or 11th year of just crap football. They've had one winning season since 2010, that disaster with Todd Bowles in 2015 when they choked and didn't make the playoffs when they should have. That team was 10-6. and six. They should have won 13 games, that team. They should have waltzed into the playoffs with some of the games that they didn't win that they should have. And now it's just one losing season after another. They've lost 10 consecutive games to the divi- to, to teams in their division. You know, it's funny. It's almost like the Jets are in the SEC and they're Vanderbilt, right? Right? They're sitting in the they're sitting in their league with Alabama, you know, Georgia, you know, Ole Miss, who's got 10 wins, Texas AM, all these big teams, right? And there's the Jets. There they are. You know, we're Vandy. Yeah. Can we at least stay cl- like Vandy? We only lost by two touchdowns to Ole Miss last week. Oh, they're actually that's progress. That's what the Jets are, Vanderbilt. Like Bill Belichick says, that's their homecoming game. You know, they always want to, like, whenever they want to, uh, whenever the Patriots, you know, want to uh, honor one of their old players, like they did with Richard Seymour a couple of weeks ago when they played the Jets, they always want that that honoring game to be the Jet game because they know they're going to win the game. It's like homecoming. It's like playing Vandy. It's like Alabama. Oh, we got Vandy this week. Let's have homecoming. Aren't you tired of that crap? 
And I'm tired of these guys in the media saying it's not about winning games. When the hell is it about winning games? Tell me when that is. When? I am so damn dis- I'm disgusted with all of it. I'm disgusted with freaking all of it. And I'm going to go back again to Robert Sala, okay? You tell me what has Robert Sala done to make me or any other Jet fan think this is the guy. Tell me. And I wanted Sala. Believe me, I wa- I wanted him. I was doing a cartwheel when they hired this guy. I thought, oh, they really got Oh, I like Salah. He showed me something in San Francisco. Oh, you know, Seattle, all of that. Look at those defenses. Yeah, look at our defense. Unbelievable. I, I just, it's, it's brutal. It's brutal. This organization is a disgrace. It starts with the, you know, that's the other thing too. The Jets have had two of the worst owners in the history of sports. Really, let's th- let's let's be real about it. Leon Hess and Woody Johnson. Did he think these guys cared about winning championships? I mean, you talk about two horrible owners. Brutal. Leon Hess and Woody Johnson. It really starts with that. Is it Woody, aren't you sick of seeing a half-empty stadium? Aren't you sick of seeing the people that are in the stadium, half of the people that are there are rooting for the other team. Look at all the people rooting for Buffalo last week. Miami yesterday. Wait till they play the Eagles in a couple weeks. Oh, my God. By the way, they've never beaten the Eagles in the history of the franchise, ever. And and I guarantee it won't happen again as the Eagles are starting to play some good football uh, under Coach Sirianni. Jalen Hurts looks pretty decent at quarterback. I am sick of it all. Shouldn't Woody Johnson be sick of this now? Shouldn't he? Aren't you tired of seeing half the place empty and half the pl- the other half be all people rooting for the other team? Nah, they don't give a damn. They don't care. Don't worry. Sal is going to change the culture. Let me know when that is. Let me know when the culture freaking changes. I I, I really, I, I'm beside myself with disgust here. And, and I don't care who they play a quarterback this week. They hose Mike White. Bring Zach back if you want. I'm in no hurry to see Zach. Let him continue to learn. There's no reason he can't continue to sit and watch. You know, bring him back for the last couple weeks of the season. Fine. Fine. Let him learn behind Flacco. I want to win some games. I really do. I I really, I want to win some games. I know this season's long done. Yeah. But really, do we need another? What this year be 2 and 15? Just think about this. If they don't win another game this year, the Jets, they will have a a two-year Four and 29 record worse than the two years under Kotite. They went four and 28 under Kotite. If they don't win another game this year and they're showing me no reason to think they are, four and 20 freaking nine. Four and 29. Really? Really? Yeah, that culture is really changing. All right. Did Joe Beningo owe the pain podcast? And God knows, do I have pain? I am so sick of Louis. I, 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 I get sick to my stomach every day. Really, I just just watching this crap. All right, let me let me let me give the props to my uh, all the great people that are uh, sponsoring my show. First of all, Budget Blinds. I want to thank them for coming back and and being with us. And and wouldn't it be great to see your windows in a whole new light? Do it right. Call Budget Blinds of Manhattan and Queens. You'll get beautiful style, personalized service for every budget. They bring the showroom right to your home, so you can choose from hundreds of blinds, shades, shutters, and drapes. Plus. Smart home window coverings that you can control with a touch of a button. 
Budget Blinds does it all for you, including a professional installation and an unmatched warranty. Sit back and relax. Mention my name, and you get 25% off of your order. And it's 212-579-8000, 212-579-8000, Budget Blinds. I want to thank my buddy Isaac, who showed up at the uh, event last Monday night. I had a lot of great giveaways. He, of course, of Beach Camera. And we want to thank him for sponsoring the show. They've been in business for over 30 years. Beach Camera offers all the top brands, LG, Samsung, Sony. Give Isaac a call at Beach Camera, 732-993-6385, or stop in at 80 Carter Drive, Edison, New Jersey. Let him save you some money this holiday season. Use code JOEB for 15 bucks off your order uh, of $100 or more at BeachCamera.com. <clears throat> Thank you again uh, for Isaac. It was great meeting him over at Hackensack the other day as well. Of course, Anita Tires. Go see Ari. Go see my son, Johnny. He's still reeling. The, the Saints lost again yesterday. He got beat by the Eagles in Philadelphia. They dropped the five, dropped the five at five. I know he's not happy about it. Uh, Kamara didn't play again. Go see Johnny. Go see Ari. Anita Tire. Uh, Ari did a great job giving away a full set of tires last week at the, uh, at the po- live podcast at Hackensack Brewing Company. You need tires. You need work on your car. Go see Anita Tires in Rivervale, New Jersey, Westwood Avenue. See Ari, see Johnny, tell them Beningo sent you. And of course, Steve, and and by the way, to all my Dolphin friends, all my Dolphin uh, Dolphin fan buddies, all of them, Stephen Howard Beach, T-Roy, my buddy T-Roy, JJ, John Jastrzemski, Eddie Scazzeri, all the Dolphin fans out there, my good buddy Michael Amendola, no relation to the kicker, by the way, thank God for Mike, okay? To all my Dolphin fan buddies out there, you're welcome. You're welcome. Just at least thank me. At least thank us for handing you the game. You're welcome to all my Dolphin fan buddies. But Steve Calabrese, natural body. Want to thank Steve for everything he's done. Enter the code JOEB for 10% off your entire order at naturalbodyinc.com. And anybody that makes a purchase at any of the natural body stores, Ozone Park, Queens, Belmore, Long Island, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, you get a free natural body T-shirt valued at 25 bucks while supplies last. Again, you can email Steve at naturalbodyinc.com. So I want to thank all my sponsors. By the way, you know that uh, you check out the uh, uh, check out our uh, social media page if you want to get a uh, a older pain T-shirt. I know my daughter Erin's been out there selling them. God bless her. She's done it. What she's she's the one that really her and my wife that get this thing up and running every week. So we want to thank them. Uh, so check out those uh, Ode to Pain t-shirts. But I, I again, I, just getting back to, to the Jets, I, I'm really beleaguered by it all. I really am. Oh, and I didn't thank my buddy Mike Jones at Hackensack a Brewing Company. Thank you, Mike. What a great job. We'll do, we'll do another live podcast there in the coming weeks, maybe during the NFL playoffs. We'll do like a Saturday live podcast. Go check out Mike. Go check out the Hackensack Brewing Company. The people that were there the other night had a tremendous time. And uh, Mike does a great job there. He really does. Uh, they're open 4.30 to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 p.m. on Saturday, 12 to 8 on Sundays. Uh, they're at 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack, just 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge. Tremendous. Thank you again, Mike, for allowing us to go there and do our thing. But the Jets continue to be a disaster. There's really nothing else to say. And I'm telling you right now, Watch out for the New England Patriots. They've won five games in a row. They are playing terrific football. 
They got the best secondary in the NFL. They're good for two or three picks in every game they play. We saw them destroy the crummy Falcons the other night on Thursday night. Watch out. I'm telling you right now, you ask me right now, who the best team in the AFC is? Who's the best team in the AFC? Who is it? Is it the Titans? I don't buy the Titans, especially without Derrick Henry. I don't buy him at all. I certainly don't buy the Buffalo Bills after they got trampled by the Indianapolis Colts yesterday. Trampled by him. Indianapolis is coming on, as they always do on the Frank Wright, but Frank Reich. But do I see them as a Super Bowl team? I don't see that. Two teams that jump out at me in the AFC. One is the Patriots, look out. And the other is the Kansas City Chiefs, who have now won four straight games. They won ugly yesterday against Dallas. But they held the Cowboy offense. And I understand C.D. Lamb went out with a concussion. Amari Cooper didn't play. Elliott was a little banged up. But they just, their defense just tormented Dak Prescott. What a game for Chris Jones, the nose tackle. What do you have, three and a half sacks in this game? Had a pass deflection. He had a phenomenal football game. Pass deflection that was picked off at the end of the game. Phenomenal. And I know they only scored 19 points in this game. And, you know, and Mahomes still maybe not where he, you'd like him to be, but they've won four straight. They're in first place now in the AFC West. Watch out for the Kansas City Chiefs because they know how to win football games as they sit there at seven and four. So if you ask me right now who I think, is the team that's going to get to the Super Bowl of the AFC, I will say it'll either be the Chiefs or the Patriots, and my money's on New England. As far as the NFC is concerned, hey, Arizona's 9-2. and two. I mean, I, I, I keep, keep saying to myself, I don't really buy Arizona, but they've won two games now with Colt McCoy at quarterback. As they went in yesterday to Seattle and beat the crummy Seahawks and let the Seahawks continue to lose, please, they can't lose enough freaking games. They can't. It's only going to help the Jets drafting, you know, because they got that number one pick. It's going to be a top 10 pick, it looks like. And, of course, Jamal, uh, Jamal Adams let him continue to lose. All right, before I go, tomorrow, special Oda Payne podcast. We're going to talk about the state of the New York Mets right now. So check that out tomorrow on Tuesday night. You'll hear the special podcast when we break down what's going on in the offseason with the New York Mets. They just lost Noah Syndergaard. They just hired Billy Epler. We'll talk some Met baseball tomorrow. But uh, I want to thank everybody again for listening. The Joe Beningo Ode to Pain podcast for Monday, November 22nd, another.